Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to week two of the Mental Health Monday podcast. Here's just a little glimpse into what you can expect this week. Oh, I'm... Uh, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. If you hear this, yeah. Joe Rogan, I just want you to know that I don't like you. <laughs> Lizard lore. Oh. Lizards in the city. <laughs> and a lot of words again. You don't do drugs at all. Mm-mm. And never have, never will. No. Right. I've never tried anything. Uh, other than medicine. Well, good news. Today on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I stole a car when I was 13. Anything to do. Whoa. <laughs> we had a small earthquake. fluid conversation we had about Sweetwater Petals and Reverb, and you missed that opportunity. Is it okay if my shoes touch this I don't seat? care what you do, yeah. Sarah. These aren't, this isn't your seat. Oh, yeah, you're right. You can sit however is more comfortable for you. Thank you. <laughs> Good afternoon. This is Mental Health Monday, episode two, and today we have our very first guest, She's my best friend, she's my sister, and her name is Sarah Tolley, T-O-L-L-E-Y. Sarah, I'm super excited to have you on as our first guest and the second episode. Um, For those of you who don't know, she is in a band called Sign Language. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you social media yourself. And then she has also done some solo artist work as well with an acoustic act. Uh, Very talented, very creative. And uh, we wanted to have her on today because she wanted to talk to us about what it means to have ADHD and mania and how that uh, kind of affects her life and she goes through that. So, um, yeah, thank you for having coming on the show, Sarah. <laughs> well, hello. Thank you, Kirsten um, and Ben for having me on. I really appreciate and I'm happy being here. Um, What'd you do this morning? I woke up and I drove Nate to work and then I had spaghetti for breakfast because oh, I'm getting a yeah. tattoo later and I didn't have know if I'd have time to eat from here. So, so to you went tattoo. for a full morning meal. I ate spaghetti so for breakfast. That is a very creative way. I was I had a cheeseburger at Speedway before on my way over here. <laughs> So, Carson, we're trash. She's perfect at Speedway. <laughs> I remember one time, uh, a couple friends and I, we were, we were going to, uh, I think it was like a soccer game or so, like FCC game, and we were supposed to meet up at my, my buddy's apartment. And I'm on my way, and I'm like, I have to eat something. I don't really want like fast food or anything, um, just because I don't want a burger. So. I'm driving, and right before you get to their apartment on the corner, there's a, there's a speedway. And so I go in, and I got, and I don't know how this is, this is no better than getting fast food. <laughs> I got, like, a stromboli from their, like, uh, heat, like their heater, pizza heater, and a tall Milwaukee's ice, <laughs> Milwaukee ice best, or best, Milwaukee's best, best ice. ice. 99 uh-huh. cents. 
Incredible. Yeah. For like 32 ounces of beer. Shitty beer, by the way. Where's some real classic It's basically vibes? water. It's, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. And the Stromboli. That's actually iconic. I feel yeah. like, I feel like we're all, we're all really, we're one now. I was definitely yeah. harshly judged for my decision of the Stromboli and the Milwaukee Spice I support ice. it. <laughs> I appreciate that. It, it reminds me of being on tour, too, or just being in a van yeah. and traveling, because it's like, well, you stop to eat when you <coughs> stop and eat. Like, you don't get options. Like, you, mm. you're so much on the go, and you're like, okay, well, you can eat either here or here, or you're not going to eat today. Yeah. And that's kind of... You can Our always, bodies are a different breed, too. You can always trust Subway to pull through. I feel like no matter where you are, there's a Subway. I can't eat Subway. One time, I went to Subway by my work, and um, I got a sandwich, and I just put all veggies on it, obviously. And, and I, She's vegetarian and, and vegan. And, uh, um, I know this. Please continue. <laughs> this is basically, long story short, the dude that made my sandwich called me. He literally said... That I'm a little rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> because it was all there was like more context behind it, but like long story short, he called me a little rabbit, and I think about it often. <laughs> that's that's a fair judgment. I am uh, five nine. I am not little. <laughs> yeah, she's taller than me, and she'd kick anybody's ass. I promise you that. Yes. If not her, Maddie would. Definitely Maddie. Me. Don't mess with Maddie. Maddie's my. My guard. Okay, I don't mean this in a mean way. Maddie's my guard dog in the sense that one time we were driving down the highway and these dudes were staring at us and she barked at them. She literally, like, we had the windows down and she, like, I'm just, I'm just driving and she just goes, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> my hero, actually, very iconic. That she is like you that up. is like chaotic good. Yes, energy. absolutely. Sure. The best chaotic thing <laughs> I was like, how does even one handle that situation if you're the other person? Just, oh, it was iconic. I was just... Uh, She's my hero. I love her. All right. So on this Mental Health Monday, like every other uh, episode, we are going to go around the room and share three positives of our day to start off. Uh, we're doing this again because we can, when your mind starts thinking about the negatives, uh, something helpful tactic that I found to just think about three positives for the entire week or the entire day kind of lifts you back up and reminds you that there's better things to focus on than all the bad that's going on. So, Ben, if you want to kick it off. Sure. Um, yeah, so one positive is uh, we did get to go out with my dad on Wednesday for a little like late Father's nice. Day dinner. And it was just nice to be able to catch up and everything. You know, we don't really get to see each other too often, especially, you know, with this last year of COVID and everything. So that, that was... Real fun. Uh, also, last weekend, which I did talk about in the previous podcast, we got to go to a birthday party that was emo themed. It was very fun. Did Matt Cutshaw end up making an appearance? No, he didn't. Okay, well, they had to know. The listeners had to know. No, but if I mean, if you were like in the Cincinnati heavy scene back in two thousand and six, two thousand seven, my buddy Alex was actually in a band called Sirenie. If you guys recognize that name, first of all, let's be friends. And second of all, you probably were in the Cincinnati music screamo scene in the early to mid-2000s. So, yeah. uh, so he did make an appearance because he lives there at the house that we were 
going to the birthday party. So that's something. There we go. And it was just nice to catch up with people that I haven't seen in some people I haven't seen in six months. Some people I haven't seen in like literal years. And so it was nice to just catch up and, you know, knock some back and be emo together. Right on. Hell yeah. You got one more? I wish I could. Do I have one more? I don't know. That era. Let's your ear is perfect, Sarah. No, dude, I love like MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I was literally like nine, but <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. Uh, you gotta appreciate the bands like bringing it back. Like oh, yeah. uh, Wrist Meat Razor just put out an album recently. Yeah. And I was listening to it the other day, and I'm like, dude, this just brings me back. Love, like so many memories of like yeah. the old MySpace screamo era. And yes, it is Screamo. If you want like the definition of Screamo, that's Screamo yep. right there. Mm-hmm. It is a genre all on its own. Um, and I sound like an asshole for saying. I sound like a, like I'm gatekeeping. <laughs> welcome to Gaslight Gatekeeping. Welcome to Welcome to Gatekeeping Monday with Ben. With Ben, with Ben, where I tell you your opinions on music or we shit. Had True this girl problem. boss. Well, then we have this problem last time we tried to do three positives. You just ran away with the show. Exactly. That's forward. what's positive. You know what? I, my other positive is it's my cat's birthday yesterday. So. <gasps> Happy Luna. birthday, Luna. Yeah, she turned nine years old. We rescued her when she was two or three, I believe. Approximately. They weren't really sure. So I don't know. She could be older or younger. And also on the Instagram page, I got to put a picture of Dimitri the fish and Luna up so they know yeah. our pets. And, and we'll just give you all of our inside life information. And British area will put our social security number on there eventually. Yeah. So. Not a big deal. Yeah, if you want, um, if you want our credit card numbers, we'll send those as well. We'll put them up on the Instagram. Yeah, security code. I would like to advise that I will not be partaking in this. Well, Sarah, you can't. That's okay. It's fun. You're no fun. No, just kidding. People will find a way to steal your identity another way. I know it's scary. Yeah. I was mentioning comment, which means that's not good. I'm happy for you. So I'm glad that your cat had a good birthday. You got to see your dad and that... Oh, I'm... Ah! <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that things are going well for you. Yeah, it's good. Things are... You deserve the good. Put the good in, friend. Everybody. I <clears throat> wish you would have brought a little bit more positivity instead of echoing them, but you know what? That's okay. You know, Karsten, this is a judgment-free podcast, so... <laughs> Mm. Chill out. Okay, Take we'll talk out. out. We'll talk off air. Okay. Uh, my three positives of the week are: I attended a Reds game with some of my coworkers and friends this uh, past uh, Friday. I want to say, and it was an amazing. I haven't been to a Reds game first of all in years, obviously because of COVID. But even before that, I just it was probably 2018, 17, the last game I attended, and it was just really fun. Um, we sat in section 416 mezzanine seats and it was Friday so it was firework Friday they lost by one but you can only expect so much from the Cincinnati Reds um, that's a good night for the Reds it was it, it, they lost by <laughs> one not 100 so yeah it's uh, played the Braves uh, my second positive is that Dimitri the fish is alive still and well and he is uh, very happy with his home. Just a kind of echo from last week, but uh, I have found that I I enjoy raising a fish. It's weird to say that at 28 years old, I'm raising a fish, but I am keeping a fish alive, and 
it brings me satisfaction and some I found it calms me and gives me a sense of purpose and then having this aquarium in my room as well also is really nice to go to bed and just kind of calm myself down um and my third positive is that um i have been doing a lot more walking physically and uh working out and uh i got an apple watch a few weeks back and i've been taking full advantage of the uh exercises uh on it and it's uh, it's been really helping me to just kind of focus my body and uh you know wake up at an earlier time uh, more often and then uh it's got me thinking about doing yoga too oh. or at least stretching if you're not into yoga because of the spiritual aspects but we won't get into all that epic just stretch <clears throat> yeah if you take away anything from this podcast it is stretch before you work out yes always Yes. I still can't touch my toes. I can touch the floor. Like, I can stand up and, like, lay my hands flat on well, the floor. Well, you are just a cat. I, I, I broke the record in my elementary school on the stretchy board. What does that mean, Sarah? Do you know the stretchy board? I don't know the, the stretchy The box board. with the board with the marks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, like, bend over and then you stretch. And yeah, you stretch out. I broke that record. So that was, like... 10 years ago, so 15 years ago. All right, okay. well, we'll get we'll get another box, and we'll see if your record stands. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that'll Carson be... Sorry. That'll be on the next next episode. We'll do the, the, this, the stretching challenge. Yeah. yeah. Whoever wins gets it, uh, gets a oh reign of gosh, the podcast. That's my knuckle. So if Sarah, nice if Sarah wins, she will then be the host of... Of the podcast, yes. I'm coming for you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yes, I give it. I give it two, three episodes more max before we are above Joe Rogan on the podcast. Absolutely, oh, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. kill. We're gonna get an email from like Joe Rogan's people, like <laughs> cease and desist. <laughs> that way, you have these scissors this, here. If you hear this, yeah. Joe Rogan. I just want you to know that I don't like you. <laughs> and if He's you have definitely ways listening. Of, yeah, if you have ways of getting that audio clip to Joe Rogan, please get that to Joe Rogan. I would yeah. love uh, his feedback. Like I said, we do accept all hate mail. Yeah. Sarah, what are your three positives this week? Um, before we go into this, I would just like to say that I do not accept hate mail. <laughs> Sarah is fragile. Yes. Do not send her hate mail. I, would, send us I will mail. cry if you send me hate mail. Send if you have any hate mail for Sarah. Send it to us, and we will delete throw it. it in the trash bin. <laughs> Recycle bin. <clears throat> um, three positives for the week. One positive is that I'm not sick anymore. Yeah, that's right. I was so that's sick. Awesome. I was like, so I was like uber duper sick, and like sometimes I can be a bit dramatic, but like this time, I was like really sick. And we even had to reschedule this. I so almost get, thought I was yeah. like, <laughs> like I was so sick that I almost threw up. Like, and I have like a big fear of throwing up. Like, I'm sorry to talk about this on the podcast. No, yeah, this is an open podcast. And I'm sorry if you don't like to talk about throw up, but I literally was like, I like I just stood in the shower and then eventually like laid on the shower floor because I was like, I can't do this right now. Not oh, happening. Geez. But now I'm not sick anymore. I mean, kind of like it's gone, but you can still hear it a little bit. So now when we lay on the shower floor, it's just <clears> because we're depressed, not because we're sick. Yeah. Both. Okay. There you go. Right on. Sick. 
Um, another good thing that happened. Um, I'm getting tattoos today. Alright. Nice. More tattoos. Um you know when, what number this will be? Um on my arm it's gonna be my third and fourth. Okay. So the sleeve is coming to completion. It's a wild thing. I was like, I remember when I met you and you had one. I know. Like, well, that's another thing one. that they were saying. Like, all the different people that haven't seen me in, like, two years last night, they were like, one, they kept saying, like, oh, my God, you're an adult. Like, you look so different. Like, I'm not chunk. Like, I'm not, I don't have baby fat anymore. Yeah. And then, and then everybody was like, you have so many tattoos. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so wild growing up with your, like, your closest friends that you see, like, at least once a week or yeah. multiple times a month. And then you it's just like, disappear. you're watching them grow up. And then next thing you know, you're like, where did it get, where did it talk yeah. Oh, that, like, that Dr. Dog song. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Dog. Very cool. Um, I guess another thing that's really good is that, like, I just have gotten to see so many of my friends. Like, and I'm glad to be here. But, like, I'm such, like, a, like, I'm not a social person. I'm, like, the most anti-social social person in the world. So, like, mm-hmm. when I'm with people, like, in person right now, like, I love talking and I'll talk with you guys all day. But when I go home, like, I won't text because yeah. I just, I can't, I can't sit there and focus on my phone. Mm-hmm. And, like, so then, like, my friends, I just, I just feel like I've, like, I don't know, not to, like, overshare anything, but I feel like I've lost, like, a lot of, like, really close, like, friendships through mm-hmm. quarantine because... They think that like I'm a shit friend or like I'm a like I'm ignoring them and I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm ignoring everybody. Right. <laughs> but like not intentionally. It's just yeah. like a focus, attention focused man. Like, like like the way that like a text feels to some people where it's like this like serious like holy shit I'm having a conversation with this person like this is real this is in this moment like if I'm sending a text message that doesn't feel real. None of that is real. We are not talking. We are not communicating. Like, I want to look at your face. I want to look you in the eyes. I wanna you want to be in the room with the yeah. person, not, not across yeah. the phone. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, really, like, if we talked like how we talk in text, it would be like, I say something, and then you sit there and stare at me for minutes <laughs> while you think about what you're going to say. Yeah. Right. When you're, like, face-to-face, it just feels, like, more organic. Exactly, exactly. And, like, honestly... It, it just feels good to sit and talk to somebody face to face for like an hour straight. Yeah. Just about it doesn't even have to be about anything important. You could talk about like lizards for an hour, like just different kinds Her of lizards. Eyes lit up. <laughs> so I got really excited. I have so many facts about lizards. The lizards of Cincinnati. She did her yes. So apparently I'm sorry to disrupt you. No, I just disrupted you. You talk about the lizards. Apparently, I, from what I've heard from somebody who has lived in Cincinnati for longer than I have because they are older, they grew up in Cincinnati. Apparently, the reason there are so many lizards in Cincinnati, and I don't know whether to believe this or not, is that if you know the... you Okay, if you live in Cincinnati, you know the Lindner family. Um, like the Lindner Center, the Lindner oh. Stadium. Um, they own like <laughs> 70% of Cincinnati. And apparently, they went on this vacation somewhere. I can't remember where. And the kids, like the younger kids that are much older now, brought home these lizards and just like set them free, yes. like a bunch of them. That's exactly. And now, like they're all, they all like made it. Now they're just like everywhere in Cincinnati. Like they're that's invasive the weirdest species. thing to me. And you don't really see them. You don't see them down here, like in Fairfield, Hamilton. But when you go down to like, let's say Clifton, down by the campus, there's a ton of them. Like you'll see, you'll walk down Vine Street and see like five of them. Just within like a block. (laughs) 
I like wasn't I'm I'm from like like up. I'm just from up here, like Butler County. Like all of the like areas of up here and and like I started going to shows and I would like like for the longest time I wasn't even allowed to go down to Cincinnati cuz like my parents just thought like raw city bad um so like i didn't i've never been down there really and then like i started going to shows and stuff like as an adult and like i would go down there and i would just go to the venue and then i would leave and then one time one of my friends like made a comment about the lizards and i was like i started cracking up laughing i was like that's such a funny idea that there's just lizards that live down there and he was like why are you laughing like i'm being serious i was like what are you talking about? And then she saw her first and then lizard. That was it. And then like a week later, I saw my first lizard. And I've just been researching these stupid freaking lizards the whole time. Apparently, one of their kids or whatever, his name was like Lazarus or Lazarus. I can't pronounce it right. But they're called the Lazarus lizards, named after the kid that brought the freaking lizards oh here. That was some deep lore. <laughs> I feel like you could like write a movie about that. <laughs> Lizards. The, the lizard city. lord. So, Lizards in the city. If you really think about it, was it a crime or was it just a? a it was a happy accident. A happy accident. Yeah. Okay. R.I.P. My man that. Bob Ross. Also, I would like to say that since we're going to talk about um, ADHD and stuff in this podcast, that conversation is so hard for me, and like I cut people off all the time, and that's like my the thing that I hate the most about having ADHD. And, like, I can control it, too, but, like, at the same time, like, my brain just, like, is racing. And I, like, I feel, like if I don't, like, like feel like sometimes people think I'm rude because I'm, like, listen to me! <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and she, and texting in all caps and stuff like yeah. that especially, too. I text all caps because, one, it's fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, two, um, when you type all caps, it doesn't autocorrect. And, like, yeah. so I can spell anything the way I want to spell it True. and then still have autocorrect on when I'm in a serious conversation. That's really incredible. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I can relate to that in that when I hear a certain, like, somebody's telling me a story and they, like, say s- something about a certain thing and then I start thinking about that thing and then I'm like, oh, I want to share this thing. But I know that if I wait until this conversation, until they're done talking, like, I'm going to forget it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to be standing there like, yeah. I had a few yeah. people even get mentioned to me. I was like, you cut Ben off a lot in the first episode. And I was like, yeah, but it's Ben. And then yeah. I, did, I didn't even catch it. <clears throat> so I've done a lot of words again. How many times do I do that this series? But um, uh, much like in my post, I probably will only listen to these once over after we're done with them. I may not listen to them at all. I was like, I was here. I, I know what was said. So... But, yeah, any feedback more that you have with us on future episodes, whether it be something with the audio or um, if you have any just good criticism or bad, like I said, yeah. send it to me and Ben, not Sarah. So. <laughs> I say I say um a lot. I was, oh, yeah. I was joking with Karsten. I was editing the episode last weekend, and I'm trying to just in general catch myself in conversation if I'm saying um too much because uh, – uh, what is it? I used to hear this thing in school that um sounds like dumb, mm-hmm. which is kind of mean because <laughs> it's like saying <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh, you say um like you sound dumb. But I, I've been trying to catch myself. So I was editing the episode at like one in the morning and I'm listening to it and I only listened to it twice. I listened to it while I was editing it and I listened to it after I edited everything. 
and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm having to cut out all these parts where I say, um, because it's like, I'm, I say a sentence with like 30 words and like 10 of those are like, um, because yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I can't process. Out too. It's the same reason why if somebody asks me a question, I hear them ask me the question, but I still say what? Mm-hmm. Even though you because heard it. it gives me the time to like mm-hmm. process it that, and think about my response rather than just staring you in the eyes like that's such a good trick. with my mouth open. I was <laughs> like, "What?" And they're like, they say again, "Like, no, I heard you." It's just I need to think about it first. Oh. <laughs> you guys should keep an um tracker, like an um counter. Um tracker, yeah, yeah. I said app on this. I'm gonna podcast. I'm gonna make a you know what I'm gonna make a bonus episode. Where it's just all the times we said um, <laughs> like, come on. it's going to be like thirty minutes long. Uh, just um 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 um. If you want to send us money for useless content, we'll have a Patreon maybe later. Yes. Soon. Sarah, mm-hmm. how, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. So you are professionally diagnosed with ADHD. So when I was in like freshman year, mm-hmm. um, yes, the, right. I was diagnosed. Right. I was on. I was medicated and everything. Um, down the line, I just decided like to stop taking medication um, for ADHD. And what was it that the reason you stopped? Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, cause a lot, like, I forget a lot of stuff, obviously. Um, I think it probably just has to do with, like, one, the internet's, like, influence of, like, where you see everywhere of people saying, like, ADHD medication is quite literally, like, legal drugs. Legal drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, and I just kind of scared myself on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually trying right now, trying really hard to get an adult diagnosis with ADHD and it's hard because like the medication I mean people abuse the like ever-living crap out of it Mm -hmm. and I don't even really care as much about the medication like even if I could just have somebody kind of like talk me through a lot of different stuff because now I have like a grown adult job and I have like a lot of different things going on and it just makes things really hard. Like a busy lifestyle. I have a busy life and I have like a band and I have like, I don't know, like learning like the music and stuff. It's just really hard and I forget things all the time. And that's another thing too. Um, Like I saw this, this thing on Facebook the other day Lo and behold, the internet. And it was, like, a list of things that you can say to somebody with, like, ADHD and that, like, just really freaking sucks. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first one was, like, if it was so important to you, you wouldn't have forgot it. And That's like, not how that works. And I can't tell you how many times, like, somebody said that to me. And, like, I'm such, like, a lover, and I feel like my friends, like, mean the world to me. So, like, when I, like, let somebody down... Like, I just completely, like, mentally shut down, like, cry. Like, I just feel it like... It affects you more than it affects them. It is, like, the most, like, yeah, it really, truly is. And, and, and to, like, whenever I have a friend that, like, some people just don't understand that. And some people, like, don't realize how, like, mean they can be when they're, like, you did this. It hurt me. But they don't, like, understand, like, why, like, I forgot something, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then it's like, well, damn, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I'm a terrible friend. I feel like, crap, I love you. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. And then you just, like, wallow in it. And then, like, I don't know. 
that's like the worst thing I think that like has ever happened with it a lot and just I don't know it's just forgetting things it's forgetting things for sure and then I guess like looking at like really big tasks mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm like lazy or anything but when I see something that I know I'm gonna have to focus on for a long time like I'll like I'll look at it and then I'll walk away mm -hmm. and like so like my current job there's like two different things that I can do basically all day mainly and like one is like I'm gonna be calling a bunch of different people and then the other one is kind of like doing a lot of like 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 intricate research to figure out who I'm calling mm -hmm. and like compiling like these like master lists of different things I need to do it's very like you have to focus yeah versus I like calling like just like going down a list and calling like hey i need this da, 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 because it's it's like it's different every time i don't yeah. know keep you on your toes none of that even made sense i don't know no I mean, it, it makes <laughs> a lot of sense and with your um it, the way it affects you personally like what are some of your stressors that uh, that come with adhd like what what makes you nervous what makes you um, uncomfortable so there's like I don't know not your traumas like we don't that yeah that. I don't I don't know if this is an ADHD thing or if this is just something that is wrong with my brain in general, but like so um if I'm not if like nothing's like stimulating my brain mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll fall asleep and even just if like, I like <laughs> like no literally like anywhere like even if I'm not tired like I'll just sit here and then like so like if your brain isn't thinking about anything or something that's yeah. to focus on it's just like it's either I am either a hundred miles an hour or I am asleep that is incredible and I don't know it might just be because sometimes to make up for so they say like caffeine makes if you have ADHD caffeine makes you tired mm -hmm. I've heard that um that it, I guess She's it's, sitting here with a three-shot espresso coffee, a Red Bull, and a water, by the way. Stay so hydrated when you're drinking all your caffeine. Well, I mean, I, it, I'm going to either take Adderall or I'm going to chug a freaking crap ton of espresso. Uh, it's about, what do you say, 470 milligrams of caffeine? It's. I mean, that's the thing. I'm, de I'm very caffeine dependent. Uh, and that's the thing, too, is a lot of my, like, a lot of people I know that have ADHD, like, it's a, like, you, like, substitute with caffeine, which I guess isn't technically better in the long run, but mm -hmm. I don't know. And Sarah, does, you don't do drugs at all. Mm -mm. And never have, never will. No, right? I've never tried anything. Other than medicine. Well, good news. Today on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> open up the attache. First up. No, I'm kidding. That's funny. Yeah, so we, you know, we're very serious, but we also are goofy as hell, so. I feel know. like this episode, like, I don't know, I, I, I feel like it's just going to be a lot more, like, upbeat because I feel like it's hard when I'm with my friends to get sad to, like, talk yeah. about sad stuff because <laughs> I just love my friends and I get so excited. <laughs> and then we get you in a second where it's like, I'm going to make could talk just, about this. Yeah, we, we could just, like, sit you in front of the mic and, like, we're like, oh, we're going to go out, we're going to go out and skate. Just, oh, like, I'll get street. sad. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, keep talking, you know. <laughs> it's like, I'll FaceTime you. We'll text. <laughs> oh, man. And with having ADHD, what are some of the biggest, uh, what, what are some positives that you've noticed from it? Like what? My entire personality is because I am so like 
it's it's a lot of it's based off of being ADHD. But mm-hmm. like, I have so many friends. Like I, every time I meet somebody, they're like, oh my god, like you're so happy, you're so hyper, like your energy is like immaculate, and I'm like. Thanks, it's the mental illness. <laughs> and if you've never met Sarah, I mean, you kind of get to, from this podcast alone, but I mean, she is just the most bright and positive flower you. person to where, like, her energy feeds off an entire room. And then some, like, if she's in the room, you'll, you know, and it's like, oh, this is a very safe, comfortable space because she's just always this, even on her worst day, it's the happy go lucky person to where it's like, how do you do it sometimes? It's like, oh, when I get mad, I'm just, I'll tell you, I'm like, I'm pissed off right now. Well, that was really crappy. And Sarah will be like, it's okay. You just broke my foot, but I'll, I'll, be, I'll fix it later. Like, you can't. That's like, that's like definitely how I am with other people. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm at home and I'm like, <laughs> I keep hitting the mic stand. Mm-hmm. If I'm at home and I'm like, you know, I'll be playing PS4 or something. And like, I, I keep getting stuck at this one part. Like, I'll get so mad at myself. Like, you fucking idiot. Like, yes. <laughs> or, like, I'll trip on something in the house and I'll just, like, get mad. But, like, if somebody, like, I could be, like, walking down the street and, and somebody's, like, jogging you. and they just, like, shoulder check me. Like, I'll just get up and be like, hey, like, it's cool, yeah, man. Like, I I been there. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big, I don't like conflict, like, at yeah. all. None of us are confrontational people not in this all. room. That's so. why, that's why um, I keep telling my wife. Katrina, like, she'll text me and say, like, hey, when we get home, uh, we need to talk about something. And I'm like, oh, boy. Like, I just stress about it, like, all day. Because I'm like, if it's, like, if it's something serious, like, if it's something serious, like, at least tell me so that, like, I can, like, prepare for it. Because sometimes it'll just be, like, okay, we need to, like, get our uh, recipes together to go to the grocery. And I'm like, okay, like, you could have just said that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, boy, to make me panic for 20 minutes. Especially when you're driving. Yes. Um, so with, you were talking about you're, you've noticed that you're just a happy person or a positive Yeah, and that's another person. thing too is like, I think that's another big reason why I stopped taking medication for it. Because like, I love being this way. And it like, I... I like a lot of people that have that are like go out in public and have social anxiety and like mm-hmm. are just nervous and stuff, they don't talk. And like for me, like I have to feel that silence, like because my brain is going so fast in silence when I'm around other people. So then I talk and I feel it, and I make so many friends. Like I love my, like I love, like I don't, know, I don't want to sound like conceited or anything, but I just really do. I really do love my personality. Like I don't know. I don't I, think that sounds conceited at all. I like, I like, I like. I like it took it took a long time to get here like to the point where I feel comfortable like fully like just being like me because I mm-hmm. like sometimes like I'll scream just I don't know like sometimes I don't know sometimes I still get my feelings hurt when I'm with people and somebody's like you need to calm down or like um, I'll he- you never I'll- say that to a female, female to begin with. Well, sure. just people in general that are like really happy and excited because a lot of the time they can't control it like. There's been, like, a couple instances where, like, I know, a co- like, I have a couple friends that are, like, also like me that are just, like, you go out and they're, like, loud and they're all over the place and they're excited and they just turn into little puppy dogs. And that's awesome. But, like, I've heard my friends personally say, like, they get overwhelmed by those people. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I know that I act exactly that like that. It's, 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 it's the thing that, like, people a lot of the time with ADHD just 
really happy you go and a lot of people get overstimulated by that like nate like you're too much yeah nate's the polar opposite of me and i think her he's, boyfriend he's very like we're very like yin yang but like for the longest time like i didn't like i thought that like the silence was always like mad and like silence is bad and that somebody being like not like matching my energy means that they like hate my guts mm -hmm. and but that's not the case. It's just not. That's like that's the thing. It's like explain that a little bit more. Or dive in. Dive in on that one. Well, so like, um, I don't know. Like how I said, like when there's silence, I want to fill it and stuff. Well, Nate is quiet and reserved. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, like it just it's it's polar opposite, but it works because like sometimes like with like like when I get really manic, mm -hmm. it's to the point where like I can't stop and i feel like i'm gonna go like like i literally have never done anything bad in my life and i stole a car when i was 13 because i was manic <laughs> i said let's dive into that at the wrong point in this podcast but we won't so then when you have somebody that's like your significant other that you're bouncing off of that is like cool calm and reserved mm -hmm. when i'm like really hyper he just like sits back and he just watches me with a little smile on his face and then he'll be like are you ready to sit down, watch a movie? Like, <laughs> like he just knows how to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, but he didn't at first. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how to handle somebody that was so calm and quiet because I would always think that he was mad at me. So you were yeah, learning about each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's like very similar to how Katrina and I are. Aww. And like a lot of people that hang out <laughs> with us regularly probably notice that is that, you know, like we'll be planning a trip or something because we like traveling and. You know, like we're both really excited about it, but the way that I am, I'm just, I'm very laid back. And so the way that I show excitement is just, I, I don't really. Like, You're just I, there. Yeah. I'm just kind of there. Like, mm -hmm. you know, she'll be like, I'm so excited. Like, are you excited? I'm like, yeah. She's like, are you sure you don't sound excited? I'm like, you went no, to I London. am. It's just like, yeah, like we went to London and I like, I had the best time. Like, one of the only places that... I'm laughing because it's like, <laughs> if you see some of these photos, you're like, he's just like, yeah, I'm in London, I'm no like big deal. And Katrina's just like a, a, a five-year-old yeah. in a candy Aww. shop, just glowing with like, I'm in fucking London. Yeah, like, it, it's just like the way that, um, basically, the way I sh show emotion is just in the way that I speak. And so, like, you know, when I'm excited about something, like, I'll let you know. But it's more like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see, like, this band or whatever this weekend. It's not like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh, so, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we came as Romans. That's exactly how they do yeah. So, yeah, it's always like, um, it's it's like the same where, you know, she's, like, excited. And I'm like, I just kind of listen. Like, I'm, I'm a listener. I'm not that much of a talker mm -hmm. unless I... Plus I'm drinking and then I like talk way too much. So. It's so funny too because me and Ben will go out and we'll do photo shoots and we'll just be driving in the car in silence. So and we'll like I'll try to talk about music just to keep like some space in the air. And then we get to a restaurant and it's like as soon as we get our beer, it's like the, we don't shut up. But it was like we'll go four hours in silence. Silence car, silent car drives are like the most anxiety inducing thing mm -hmm. to me. I remember one time when me and Nate first started dating, um, I was when I lived in Middletown and we drove to a show up in Dayton and then we drove down to Cincinnati to CQ mm -hmm. and Nate didn't talk like 
almost the whole drive and I'm driving and I'm just sitting there literally like almost having a panic attack and I literally had tears in my eyes because you because were I thought he was bad. bad at me yeah. <laughs> and we get there and I look at him and he's like like, are you okay? And I just like, I start crying. I'm like, why are you mad at me? Why are we quiet? And he's like, I just, what do you mean? Like, I don't, I didn't think I was like, I don't <laughs> he's know. He's just, he feels so innocent. I, I thought it didn't He do, is just the most wrong? innocent little, like, like just off to himself, which is cool too. Cause like, like when you've got like that, like a uh, yin and yang almost, it's like, I just go out and I like live my life and I do like whatever I want. And I just know that I have, like, this little best friend to come home to that actually understands, like, what I'm doing mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, right on. Right on. And so those are some good so the positive things that you've noticed with it. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to just get into it. What are yeah. the negative things um, that you've noticed with ADHD, whether personally or others? It, it A lot of it really is the forgetting things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the forgetting things. I I don't forget Give like me an example. Like I don't forget um, like important bills I have to pay. Um, mostly because I have a lot of anxiety about like getting my car taken away or getting like evicted or something. So I like that's like probably the only thing I don't forget. Do you hyper focus on certain things? I hyper focus on my bills. I hi- I do. You know what? That's exactly what that is. Yeah. I um I think often about. Um, making sure my bills are paid, which I guess that's a really cool hyper-focus. But, like, something that I'd really hyper-focus on would be, I guess, um, like, music. Mm -hmm. Um, And what else would it be? I don't know. It's something different every week. Right. You're getting new hobbies every week, too. I hyper-focus on Chipotle. That's a mood. I love Chipotle. That is a 100% mood. Chipotle, if you're listening... Please sponsor me. Just her and sign language. Well. And us. And the podcast. Yeah, you can do that too. But mostly me. Mostly her. (laughs) Or at least send us a coupon for a burrito. Yeah, come on. You could do that much. You could do that much. Please Chipotle. It's the least you can do. Bro, I... Well, the least they can do is nothing, but... (laughs) I like Chipotle. is like my safe food. And like, I get it all the time. And one time I was thinking, okay, like I was saying, okay, hold on. There's so many things that I want to say that just like came to my brain. Okay, so one being when you apply for a house, they want you to send bank statements. And I applied for a home loan and then I had to send bank statements. And it was just like, like cricket, Chipotle, 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 Chipotle. Like literally, I don't even know. But yeah, so then, and then I forgot the other part of that that I was going to tell you about Chipotle. Frick, what was it? There's two things. Interrupt me when you think of it, but um, I was working at Best Buy years ago, and it was sort of around the holiday time. And Ooh, was the one in Bridgewater? No, this was in Lexington. Okay. And uh, it was around Christmas time. <laughs> Apple watches were flying off the shelf. We couldn't keep them in stock, and this guy came in, and he wanted an Apple watch. And uh, I am a very caring person, and I like making dreams come true for people. And so I knew we were out of stock on all of them, except people would return them, too. And then if they returned them and they were unopened, we could resell them. So I went up to customer service. I said, I know where I'm out of this, but let me check my return bin to see if somebody didn't bring one back in today. And I did, and there was the exact one he wanted. There was three in there, and the one he asked for specifically he had, and I found it and was able to give it to him. He said he almost broke down in tears. 
uh, just thank you so much. Like, he's, you saved my Christmas. And then he walks out. He goes, I'll be right back. He comes back in, gives me five free burrito coupons from Chipotle because he worked there. And I said, I make dreams Thanks come true. He made my, he made my thank Christmas Thank you, Chipotle man. So thank you, Chipotle man, if you're out there. I would do that when I, when I worked at Chipotle. Because I worked at Chipotle for like a year and a half. It was one of my first jobs. And um, normally I would try and do this like once a day. Because like sometimes I'd have friends that come in and I would I would comp their meal, but occasionally like somebody would come in and it'd just be like somebody random or like if I could tell like they're having a bad day, I would like get their stuff bagged up and just like hand it to them. I'm like, all right, have a good day. And they're like, wait, like I have to pay. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, <laughs> just take it. Like you're like I'm gonna comp your meal. Like you're good. Just like you know, it's just like the little things. Um, yeah. I think that's the importance of like just being kind to people. And doing like little stuff because you never know how that's going to affect that person. Because like there would be times when I'm sure like if I paid for somebody's meal and they're just like, all right, whatever. And they just walk out and they don't really think about it. But there are other people that like they could have had a shitty day. Like maybe they just like broke up with their boyfriend or something mm-hmm. or they lost their job and they just like want to, I just want to eat a burrito and just like cry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they, you know, you do that small thing for them that really doesn't cost you anything to do. Whoa. <laughs> we had a small earthquake. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we're getting tectonic plates are shifting. Um, but yeah, it's just like the small things that could really make a person's week. Um, yeah. Because like Sarah said, it's her comfort food. So it's like a lot of people go to it for the stories. And I know mine's Skyline, if you're ever from the Midwest. That's, that's Katrina's too. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's I know like if I'm having... If anything goes wrong today or I need an escape or I need something of just comfort, I can go to Skyline and it's going to be the same thing every time and it's not going to fail me. Mm-hmm. So That's right, people. Skyline. Visit Skyline today. Your local Skyline. Skyline. See how many times I can say Skyline. They put cinnamon in their chili. Yes. Maybe they'll sponsor us if we keep saying their name. They have vegetarian shows. Let me tell... Oh, hold on. Okay. Here's the tea on Skyline really quick. Skyline has a, um, their black beans and rice mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to be vegan. And then they changed the recipe. And now it has milk in it. And then, yeah, so F you Skyline. But Who puts they don't, milk in beans Well, so rice? they put milk in it now, <laughs> but they didn't. They don't, they don't advertise that they changed the recipe. Yeah. So, like, so Nate works at Skyline. Um, and, um... He says that like people come through the drive-thru all the time and they'll get like the black beans and rice, but they won't get any <coughs> cheese on it because they think they're getting it vegan. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not allowed to say anything. I don't know if I should say that on the podcast, but they're not allowed to say anything to people. And to, to tell them that it does. Yeah. And Nate's like a table cook, so he can't like just shout out to the window like, hey. Wouldn't that be an allergen thing? If it, I mean, if it contains milk and milk is an allergen because you have your lactose intolerance. Everything at Skyline, I mean, for the most part, contains like it's still techni- it's still vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and vegan. They don't. I mean, like companies don't cater to veganism because a lot of the time it's a choice, um, and they're not gonna like post. I do like the really progressive stuff, like places that like put like the little v's on the menus and stuff next to the food yeah. but i mean it's not like a necessary thing because nobody's like uh, veganism is a choice mm-hmm. um which is a good choice just me yeah why did you start veganism 
You started as a vegetarian for a while. I did start as a vegetarian. Um, so I just have always really just been like very sympathetic with like animals and stuff. And mm -hmm. I just really love animals. And also, like, so one time I was sitting at a red light. It was in Hamilton on like High Street or something like that. I don't even know the names of everything, but um, like one of those like box trucks that are like caged in drove by and it was full of like chickens, but it was like for every square foot, they had like two or three chickens shoved in there and they were like all like, like trigger warning, but and they were all like it. bloody and like, like they looked so bad and they yeah. were alive. Mm -hmm. And, um, I literally just remember sitting at that red light and just like sobbing. And then I was like, that's when I'm, and then I decided to go vegetarian. And then as time progressed, I just started looking into like veganism and stuff. And I realized Takis and Oreos are both vegan. So I was like, Hell okay, yeah. then I can go vegan, it's fine. <laughs> I remember when you told me White Claws or Trulies are vegan and I was like, oh. Okay. Karsten was so drunk one time. We were out in um, Indiana. Sorry to put you on blast, but we were out at a show in Indiana in the middle of a cornfield, and um, I was talking to him about <laughs> vegan. Yeah, this story is veganism and just telling him all this stuff. Like I was like telling him, like kind of like trying to like I don't know, like hey, if you ever want to try this, here's all the things you can still eat. And um, he's like super drunk. He's eating potato chips, and I was like, Karsten, those are vegan. He was like. I love vegan. <laughs> so I <laughs> potato chips were saving my life in that moment. I had no idea. And I was that's I loved it. Yeah. Which I learned because when we went to this birthday party, like um, for my friend Sierra, she is vegan as well, mm -hmm. and we were trying to think of like thing like a side dish or something to bring that's vegan, and. For my years of working at Chipotle, I can make the Chipotle corn salsa like almost to a T. That's my favorite. So if you need some, hit me up. Um, yeah, Chipotle, if you don't sponsor this, uh, it's fine. I'm still going to keep making your corn salsa. So Chipotle, yeah. if you don't sponsor this, I'm going to beat you and Joe Rogan up. Yes. Man, we're just calling people out. <laughs> we are treading water. So I learned, like, well, first of all, of course, Chipotle's corn salsa is vegan. Like, you know, it's just like corn and peppers and onions and stuff. And it's fantastic. And I also learned that um, the brand Santitas tortilla chips are vegan. Mm -hmm. mm. Had no idea. They don't really, like, say they're vegan or anything. Like, you have some brands that they'll put, like, oh, it's vegan. And then there's some... They're just like it. accidentally vegan. Well, yeah. there's so much. Like, so like I was like I was we were sitting in Kroger and I'm like on Google like what tortilla chips are vegan. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like I want her to be able to eat this delicious corn salsa. It makes you feel better. Like honestly, I don't think I've ever gotten. Mo you're gonna be safe with like. There's so many things that like nobody realizes are vegan, but there's just so much stuff like. Especially as time has progressed, a lot of brands have stopped. Like, like with a lot of candy, they put they used to put like gelatin in it, and a lot of brands have stopped doing that. And they've just replaced it with palm oil, mm -hmm. um, which that's a different topic. It's a little I don't even know, but yeah, it's like it's like technically. I mean, I guess it depends like how <laughs> vegan you are, mm -hmm. because like technically, I mean, the way that palm oil is sourced mm -hmm. is like very cruel mm -hmm. to the, the people that actually source it. It's like mm -hmm. not a good environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what was I even gonna say? But there's just so much stuff. Like I don't, I don't really pay much attention when I'm getting like like tortilla chips and like. I guess now I'm at the point where I'm like I know what I get and I know yeah. that it's like vegan, so I just grab it and go. But, um, like so if you go to the Dollar Tree, mm -hmm. 
like most of their snacks and stuff are vegan, mostly because they're only a dollar, so it's just like all corn. I mean, we live in America. Everything's made out of corn. So like... (laughs) It's just corn and wheat. It's just corn and wheat (laughs) and sugar. Before I forget, I want to say really quick that another downside of having ADHD is that like there's a lot of different like symptoms that like mimic other mental disorders that are just caused by untreated ADHD. Sorry to like bounce back onto that topic. I just wanted to no, say it before it. I forgot. This is what I love about this episode because I was gonna flash back on that and I was like our conversation's all over the place. But I, I know, love it. Sorry. It's 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 a good energy to have because I think it really proves the point to the topic. <laughs> like people are seeing this and are, are yes. listening to this and yeah. even Ben when he edits it, it'll still be real time of like yeah. we're talking about this, but you're also hearing like you're, <laughs> you're witnessing it happen and it's a kind of an amazing thing. Aww. It's incredible. So what you're saying about the negative or downside? Um just depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean but I feel like we all kind of struggle with that. Um I don't know. It just be it sucks. It like I like um I have to really really seclude myself for a long time and like recharge my batteries. Mm-hmm. Like all of my friends, they like go out almost every night and they hang out every single night and like I like tonight is going to be my second night in a row hanging out with my friends and like after tonight like tomorrow I'm just going to I'm going to order Chipotle and I'm going to lay in bed and decompress all day. Like you need your mental I health. I need bed. like yeah. Yeah, and 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 it it's just really hard to like constantly be social. But then like people to face to face when you meet them in person mm-hmm. and you act like like really hyper and like like this, you're like, holy shit, this person's like awesome. Like they're going to want to talk to me all the time, 24-7 because they should never shut up. And then it's like, no, <laughs> I can't talk at all. It's like after I leave this room, I'm not talking to you until I come back into this room. Give me uh, seven yes. business days. <laughs> Give me seven business days. Um, what was one of the uh, more uh, recent examples that you had of like something that was important and you forgot because of your ADHD? Um, to be honest, a lot of it is like stuff with my bandmates and like making plans early in the week and then forgetting that we made those plans and then like somebody else asking me if I could do something and planning over that. Or, like, an idea that somebody had in the band and, like, me completely forgetting about it. Which, we all do that. Like, I'm not, like, the only one that does that. But that's where I really noticed it. But also, like, I think that I really noticed it with the band because, like, this is my first group of friends that, like, I'm consistently hanging out with Mm -hmm. once a week. Right. And they're just like, I don't know, they're my best friends and I love them dearly. And they've learned to understand it, but they didn't really understand it at first. Like, there's been so many times where me and Ryan, which granted, he's like one of my best guy friends, but we've like gotten into like literal arguments where he's like, how are you forget? Why did you forget this? And I'm like, I'm sorry, Ryan. Like, listen, I'm sorry. And he yeah. understands that I forget things now, but at first he didn't understand it. And that's okay. Because like... It's not, I don't know, if you've never experienced that before and if you've never had somebody in your life that's like that, you shouldn't have to accommodate your own feelings. Like, if your feelings get hurt by that, that's understandable. And it's a choice to be friends with somebody who has to do that. And I appreciate everybody that loves me that understands that, like, I need a little reminder and yeah. reassurance. <laughs> what are uh, some... I don't even know if this is the <clears throat> correct question, but... 
what are things that you found that have either been healthy or and or unhealthy that you use to cope with ADHD? Um, excessive caffeine to the point where like it's 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 overdone. It's um I I'm worried for like the future of my kidneys when I'm an old lady. Um excessive caffeine. Um let me show you the alarms on my phone. So like um for some reason when you set no remind like a reminder on an iPhone, mm-hmm. the um notification isn't as abrupt and in your face as an actual alarm. Right. So like I set alarms consistently all the time on my phone for like and I'll have it repeat for every Thursday to remind me to ask somebody a question on Thursday about something. Yeah. And then it just keeps going off. But like these are the reminders on my phone. I mean, good night. It's I mean it's never ending. Like this is bad. You and 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 they stay on all week to remind me to do stuff. And we're gonna I'm gonna have Sarah video record that and I'll put it on the Instagram. <laughs> you you have to see what we just saw. I, I would say it was probably like 70 alarms. I think there's one every five minutes of the day. It, it's bad. They're not all turned on, but some of them are set to go off like every day of the week for certain things. And you think, and so that is one thing that's helped you? Or? That helps me significantly. It just gets annoying too because like for like iPhone, you can set, you can't set your alarm. Like, so if I want the alarm to go off on Thursday, I have to set it to go off every Thursday instead of just that specific Thursday on that specific date. So like that Thursday will pass, but then the next Thursday it'll go off and I'll just be like taking a nap or something. And then it'll just be like, (laughs) and I'm like, what the frick? (laughs) The alarms definitely help a lot. Um, My favorite thing is when people are like, just get a planner, like just write it down. And it's like, what, what does that make? Okay, so tell me things that you, if you either tried them or why it doesn't work. Like some things planners that people st- would say, oh, this is so simple, but it's not. Planners are stupid because it takes time to grab a planner, open it up, write it down, with and like keep track of the planner itself mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like it's such a small task but it's such like a like a thing that like i just feel like i shouldn't have to do and that i don't think in the long run like i need the physical like reminder and if i have to remind myself to like open up a planner to read what i have to do mm-hmm. why would i like i don't do that i don't know i'm stupid I'm not stupid, but like us. I don't know. You, I feel like you should just look at them and be like, are you asking me to carry around a planner in 2020? I when I have literally uh, oh, everything at the, in my pocket, like it literally, I can just do anything. Right. Let's go, guys. Let's go dancing. But let me make sure I bring my freaking planner. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You're just like, dan- you got a drink in one hand and you shoot planner in the other hand. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Let me write something down really quick. Oh, shit. I forgot my pen. <laughs> And you gotta ask somebody for a pen. And they're like, "What? Where and are then you forget right to do what, yeah, like, exactly." What What could you be writing down at this moment? <laughs> yeah. And just forgetting yeah. shit everywhere. Like I forget all of my things all the time, and I lose things all the time. But I find them really fast. Mm-hmm. I've gotten really good at that. If, if you could give advice to yourself, what would you give? Um. Don't ever beat yourself up because I think that it is a beautiful thing to have Mm -hmm. um and while there are a lot of negatives there are a lot of positives and I just feel like you have this uh your brain's just wired a little bit different than the normal person and I think that's actually super dope um 
It makes you unique. It makes you really unique. And I know that there's some days that can be really, really bad, but, you know, um, it's never bad to go to therapy or to get it on medication or to get assistance for it. But if you live your whole life without getting assistance for it, too, that's fine. Like, to each their own. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much all I have really to say because I don't know how to... Re- I, I'm just kind of, for lack of better terminology, raw dog in this shit. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just figuring it out. I'm just figuring out one day. Find friends that love you and understand. And if anybody makes you feel like shit for the things that happen and your friends don't take the time to understand that you have this, like, disorder which isn't I hate calling it a disorder because I don't feel like I like I don't know but anyway don't let anybody make you feel like shit because you're awesome yeah respect I love you Sarah I love you all right um so we're gonna close this one out thank you guys so much for listening to the second episode and thank you to those that listened to the first episode tuned in and supported us uh, we really appreciate it even if you know it doesn't matter if 20 people listen to it or 20,000 uh, we just want to get out there talk about real issues that matter um, so thank you guys for listening and tune in next week if you need any resources or you want to reach out to us head on over to mhmpod.com see you next week